I swear people sit there and they just think so down about themselves and they think so many negative thoughts, but then they just want like a really great relationship and someone who is going to care about them and these really great friendships to come into their life because they hope that it's going to uplift them. It's going to make them feel better. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Boss Babes Club podcast. It is I, Riley, your host, and thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. I am on a bit of a roll here with the episodes, I'm not going to lie. Can we hear it for the consistency? A round of applause for that. Okay. (laughs) So, um, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. I got a lot of great feedback on last week's episode about taking a leap of faith. So I'm so delighted to hear that you all found it really helpful or you found it um, a little bit motivating for you and maybe that little push that you need just to take that leap of faith. So yeah, I actually had a girl message me right before I started filming this actually saying that her leap of faith was getting into the weight section at her gym um, because yeah she's really loves the environment and um, but just finds that weight section a little bit scary so I hope that um, with a little bit of a pep talk from myself in last week's episode that that is something that she will eventually achieve so best of luck to you babe or anyone else that you know didn't message me or um just felt that that was really positive for them and really motivating. So um, what is new with me? <laughs> I have had a really amazing last few weeks, if I'm being completely honest. So, um, well, I cut my finger open. Let's start there. I cut my finger open cutting old licenses and um like old bank cards with some like meat cutting scissors, cut my finger open, took myself to the hospital. And it was like the first time that I've hurt myself without living at home and having my mum like take care of me. And I was calling her and she wasn't picking up the phone. So I was like, oh my God, what do I do? I've never had to deal with this. So it was like a real adult experience for me where I did have to, in fact, drive myself to the hospital with a bleeding finger. I got four stitches. So um, it's healed really nicely though. I actually got the stitches out over a week ago now and yeah, looks fresh. Anyway, um, for the last few weeks, other than that minor setback, um, things have actually been really, really good. I have been down South the last two weekends, so no complaints there. Um, I went to Albany with, to see my grandparents, which was so good to see them. Um, and I went down with my boyfriend and his family lives there as well. So it was just a really wholesome weekend, like visiting family and spending time with relatives and all of that. So, um, that was just so nice and so nice for us to get a little getaway as well. And then last weekend I went to Eagle Bay for a friend's birthday, And that was just so fun. It was just like so good to see um, one of my friends and also like meet new people and just have a really fun time of just hanging out at our Airbnb and exploring down south. And luckily the weather was so nice. So it was just really nice to get away. And I honestly think that, you know, following up from last week's episode and talking about taking that leap of faith and talking about having time off work and not working full time, it's allowed me to not be so restricted or to be able to just get up and go on a holiday if I needed to or go down south without worrying about, oh my gosh, I've got to take time off. Like, you know, working casually, you do get to just be like, hey, sorry, I can't actually work this weekend or, you know, I'm currently working for myself mostly to be able to um, have that flexibility with my work and just be like, 
okay, well, I'm going to not do that this weekend because so I can go down south. But then also having the financial backing and not being so restricted that I can be like, hey, yeah, I can actually afford, you know, spending a couple hundred on an Airbnb and taking a weekend down south. So definitely has made me feel very, very blessed. Um, I think as well, just like taking that leap of faith and ending a full-time job that wasn't where I wanted to invest my time and energy into and wasn't like a long-term goal for me. I really feel like my energy at the moment being solely and completely invested into only things that make me happy, only things that serve me, only things that benefit me. My energy is just so much better. Um, So I've been feeling really, really good. I've been eating pretty consistently. I've been training consistently. I've been spending time with those who I really, really care about. Um, and just like, yeah, focusing on my own health, focusing on my own goals, my dreams, my relationships. And I'm not saying that that's doable for everyone because I completely understand. And I, I don't know if I truly clarified this in my um, podcast that I um, released last week talking about taking a leap of faith. But I, I do understand that not everyone is in that position where they are able to do that. You might have a family, you might have a mortgage, you might have different things that it's not just, you're not able just to take that leap of faith. So I do really feel truly blessed that I get to to live this life, but I'm also not not putting it down to a fluke or luck or anything like that because I've worked hard to put myself in this position and I've worked hard for the things that I have. So um I guess I'm just feeling really, really blessed right now. I hate to be that bitch that's like, I'm so blessed, but I am. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was just my little little life update for you all so you can see what's been going on in the life of Riley. Um, but today's episode is all about boundaries and today's episode is all about energy and putting energy and meeting people's energy and, and all of this kind of thing. And honestly, I've been wanting to talk about this probably since – maybe Jan or Feb this year. So this has been a long time coming, but um, I was talking about this on my story today, but I have learned so much about myself in these last six months, especially. And one thing I've really learned about myself is the need for time to process. And I don't know whether this is an ADHD thing or an Aries thing or whatever it is, or just something that's about me and how I process things. But I can't just process something and then be like, yeah, cool. This is how I feel about it. I really need time to process and like be by myself and like really deeply mull on something that I can say without emotion involved, that I can say without hurt or anger or whatever involved, allow myself to feel that emotion before I act on something. And I think respecting myself and respect also res- others respecting me and me respecting others is if I receive news or I'm told something or I want to do something, having allowing myself the time to really process it, but also allowing like making sure that others around me know that I need that time and not disrespect me or disrespect my boundaries and asking me to give them an answer right away. But I'm going to go a little bit more into that. But what I wanted to talk about today is boundaries specifically, but what I think this really goes into and when I look at it even more, I, I think about when I first started this podcast. And if you've been following me for a long time, you've gone back and you've listened to the first episode. The whole reason I started the Boss Babes Club podcast was because I went through a situation where I lost my self-love and then I went through a journey of finding that self-love. 
And that's the first episode. The first episode was me answering questions that I would receive on a daily basis on Instagram or in my personal life saying, how are you so confident? How do you know your worth? How do you not care what others think? How are you so comfortable with yourself? And and self-love was like, that was like the first step for me. Like that was like, that's the whole reason I'm here. That's the whole reason I'm sitting here right now was like, that was the start of my journey. But I feel like once you reach that point, you there's there's more to self-love. And I honestly think that this is like, this is like the new age self-love. This is like, when, once you've graduated, like this is like your post-grad degree in self-love. Like this is how you level up and you treat yourself with more love than you've ever even realized. And I didn't realize that I look back to who I was a year ago or, you know, almost two years ago now when I started the Boss Base Club podcast and I thought self-love was, you know, getting up in the morning and looking in the mirror and telling yourself that you look beautiful. And, and I did all of those things and I still do all of those things, but I think I've understood the more I've learned about myself and the more I've healed from things, I really understand there is so much more to self-love and self-worth. So think of this as level two, <laughs> level two of self-love. Like this is, you've, you've done that. You do all of that stuff that I spoke about in the very first podcast. And if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. But this is like now, like you're, you've, you've graduated, you're leveling up. We're leveling up with self-love. And this year it's all about boundaries and it's all about energy. And that's exactly what I want to talk to you about today. That's exactly what I want to help you all with today. I was chatting with a, um, I guess she's a, one of my friend's family members. And she was talking to me about, you know, how do you create boundaries with people and how is it so easy for you? And (laughs) that's the thing. It's not an easy thing, but I hope that after today's podcast, they can somewhat help you and guide you to make those right decisions and you can level up with your life and learn to love yourself more. So let's get into the podcast. So 2021, like I said, this all kind of really began for me and I really, truly realized um, all of this in January 2021. So we're in June, only six months ago, but I feel like I've done a lot of work and I honestly feel like the person I was in December is a completely different Riley to the person that I am today. And I'm sure the people closest to me can attest to that as well. So this year has been a major period of growth for me. And I learned so much about myself that I didn't even realize I didn't know, which I feel like I hadn't had that in a long time, if ever, because I feel like only this year I truly wanted to, but just started to understand myself, which is like crazy when I think about it, that like, you know, I lived 23 years of my life, not really truly knowing myself or understanding myself. And maybe it was because I didn't want to, or maybe it's because I didn't know how, or maybe it was because I felt I was always so concerned about others, but I didn't even realize that. Because I don't want you guys to think that that episode that I made about not caring what others think and blah, blah, blah was, you know, fake or not true because that's absolutely how I felt I was living. But I do think that I, up until this year, I was living for other people and I was living to please other people. I would stay silent to not upset other people. I would um, keep a lot of my feelings and emotions inside to not make others feel uncomfortable or put myself in a smaller box as to not make people uncomfortable. And I don't know what the switch was 
but I honestly think I can put it down to the people that I've surrounded myself with this year. And I guess Casey and I talked a lot about this in our podcast that we did together. This year, it taught us a lot about when you when you meet people and you have relationships that are a lot deeper and they create an environment where you feel comfortable to explore yourself and to explore the things that you didn't even realize needed exploring. When you, when they create a safe space for you, it then opens you up to a whole another world. And I guess this is the first relationship that I've been in where I feel so incredibly safe that I can say things or I can do things or I can express feelings or I can talk about, you know, deep traumas or, you know, wounds that I didn't even realize I hadn't hadn't fully healed from. And it's going to be accepted and it's going to be like kept safe, if that makes sense. And the friendships that I've made in the last six to 12 months have created a extremely safe space for me where they do ask me those deep questions. They do listen to me when I, you know, have had my <laughs> shower thoughts <laughs> or they do let me cry and they and they create a safe space where I feel like my emotions and my feelings are heard. And I never, never had that before and I didn't realize I never had that before. And it's like one of those things like when they say like you don't know what you've got till it's gone, I feel like you don't know what you have until you have it. Or you don't know what you were missing out on until you have it. And I didn't even realize these friendships or these relationships or even something that that existed. So not only did that help me, but I think it also allowed me to create boundaries with others and with myself for people that or things that didn't meet those expectations or those standards. So when I say boundaries... What do I mean? What do I mean when I say that? I mean, setting in place a set of rules of what I am willing and not willing to allow into my life or put my energy into. That means understanding the reaction to someone overstepping those boundaries. So if someone disrespects or oversteps my boundaries that I've set in place, including myself, what is the reaction that I will then take? So This is by far the biggest form of self-love I have ever been able to show myself because you are saying, I know my worth, and if you don't, then you aren't getting my time or energy. So what I mean by this is it's almost like creating a bit of a contract with yourself where you're going to write up, these are what I agree to, and this is what I will not agree to. Sign it and uphold that with yourself and with others. And I think it's important when we look at boundaries, it's important to also set boundaries with yourself. And I think this is where sometimes people forget, like, oh, I'm going to set this boundary with this person and this is a boundary with this person. But you also need to set those boundaries and other boundaries with yourself because how can you ask someone to respect that boundary when you don't even respect it yourself? So what kind of boundaries would I be talking about? I guess in terms of friendships, which was like a massive one for me, would be I will not give my time and energy to someone who doesn't see the best for me or I will not give my time and energy to someone who doesn't make me feel safe to express my feelings and emotions. I will not give my energy to someone who gives me that same amount of energy and love back. And 
while I'm setting a boundary in place with other people, I'm also setting a boundary with myself that, Riley, we are not going to allow those people into our life and suck our energy and take up our time. So if you, as in me talking to myself, if you are unable to uphold that, then you are disrespecting yourself. And that's not what we do because we love ourselves and we wouldn't want our friends to be treated like that. So why would we let ourselves be treated like that? And if you're asking, if you're sitting here and you're thinking, well, how do you do that? How is it so easy? It isn't. <laughs> I'm fortunately, I'm not sitting here and I'm giving you, you know, the, the little secret recipe to how to make this easy, because if it was easy, everyone would do it and no one would allow themselves to be treated like crap or walked all over. But too often I have girls and sometimes guys in my DMs expressing how they're treated by their partner, how they're treated by their friends, how they're treated by their family, and they're not setting boundaries in place and they're allowing themselves to be treated like that. I want to just like really just claim here that I'm not saying, you know, if you're assaulted by a parent or assaulted by a, a partner or, you know, talked down to that that's your fault. Um, I just really want to clarify that I'm just talking in a general, very general sense. And if you are dealing with anything like that, please reach out to a professional. Um, I will, of course, always leave um, some helplines in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I'm talking more about kind of things that we can we can we can solve ourselves because I really do think deeper issues like that really need to be helped by um, you know a person of authority or a therapist or psychologist or something like that. But please reach out if if that's what you're going through. So what I want to do is kind of give you a bit of an idea of what these boundaries could look like or the kind of people you may want to create boundaries with. So first of all, I think for me, the most important thing was my friendships um, and probably the place of which I made the biggest changes. So I guess the best thing to do, I think, would be to look internally and look towards yourself and ask yourself, am I doing something that is disrespecting myself? Now, what that could mean is you may have a friend who, I'm trying to think, I'm not, this is not my own life. I'm just giving an, an example that's off the top of my head. But say you have a friend that um, you go out with all the time and when you go out, um, you know, you, you shout them drinks and they never shout you drinks back. And so you're feeling a little bit taken advantage of, but you really like that friend and she's the only friend that's really like single as well. And so you kind of like, well, you know, I really enjoy going out and it's like a couple, you know, it's not that much money, blah, blah, blah. So you're kind of like rationalizing it in your, in your head. You're kind of making it make, be a reasonable thing to do in your head. But I am a firm believer in effort should be reciprocated. And something I've learned in friendships and in relationships is that it's never going to be 50-50 because I think sometimes a friend may only be able to give 20 or 30% and you may have to pick up the slack every now and then and give that 70 or 80%. But that should then be matched if you're at a point where you can only give 20 or 30% because your cup's quite literally empty or you're unwell or you have other things going on in your life at the moment. It it should be that kind of seesaw effect where, hey, if you're not doing the greatest, I'm going to be there to pick up the slack for you, but I expect that back. So in that sense, if it's something that that person is never giving back to you, they're never giving you more than, you know, 20 or 30%, they're constantly taking for you from you, you are also allowing yourself, you are also disrespecting your own self by constantly paying and giving your money 
to a friend who doesn't give back to you. So it's time to reassess your friendships. And this could even mean if you have a piece of paper, writing down every single relationship that you have, whether it's family, friends, um, you know, work colleagues, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a wife, a husband, whoever, it could mean actually writing down every single person that you have a relationship with and assessing whether your effort is met, whether the energy that you put in is reciprocated, whether you feel that you can 100% be honest with that person and be yourself with that person. Now, what I'm saying as well is like, if you don't feel that you could 100% be honest with your grandma, it doesn't mean that that's like a boundary that you're now like, okay, no, I'm not allowing myself to speak to my grandma anymore because I don't feel like I can tell her what I was doing on the weekend and all the boys that I hooked up with because she'd be disappointed in me. And that's a boundary because I don't think that she would love me the same. No, (laughs) I don't mean that. Let's just reel it back. But I really want you to assess the energy that you put into someone Are you being, is it being given back to you? And do you feel safe with that person? Because while to some people that might be like, of course, how silly. I always feel safe with my, with my mom and I feel safe with everyone. Like, why would you be friends with someone that you didn't feel safe with? You would be surprised. And I don't mean safe that you think that person is going to just pull a knife on you or rob you. I mean safe that if you said, hey, I'm really feeling quite sad today or I'm feeling really frustrated because of this. Do you feel that it would be understood? Do you feel like they would be able to care for your emotional needs in that moment? And do you feel that that love and care that you give them would be reciprocated? And that's an that's an important thing to analyze and really come up with because when I did that and I looked at my friendships, after I'd made some freaking killer friendships and I realized how good friendships would be because I think I always had quite a low standard for friendships. So when you meet someone that, you know, completely blows those standards out of the water and really just gives in the same amount of effort that that you give to them, which is something I never really felt like I had had in many friendships before. When you start to have people that match your energy and they give back as much as you give to them and they put in that effort, effort and you can go to them and say, hey, I just had this really sad thought about my family or I had this really sad thought about this or I think I'm feeling this about myself and they create a safe space for you to vent and for your emotions and your feelings to be heard, then it really highlights those who can't meet those expectations and can't meet those standards. And it really forced me to have some hard you know, conversations with myself about the people that I had in my life. And it wasn't easy. I'm not going to sit here and say that it was a really easy thing to do to cut these people out of my life or not even cut them, but just say, hey, this is a bit of a boundary for me. I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel like the effort is met. And unfortunately, it did mean leaving some friendships behind. And These were friendships that had, you know, gone on for more than half my life where I had to say, hey, I'm actually deciding to no longer put my time and energy into you because I feel like you take me for granted or I feel like you take advantage of me because you use me for this or because you do this or much like the example that I gave, hey, I'm actually choosing to no longer spend time, go out with you anymore because I feel like you kind of take advantage of me because I'm always seeming to buy you drinks. And it's a lot of money for me and I don't ever really feel like that is reciprocated. I don't don't ever feel like, hey, you say, hey, it's my shout 
or even just, hey, I really appreciate you shouting me all those times. I realize I haven't really paid you back. Let me take you to dinner and say thank you. Or let me shout next week's drinks like on me. Or let me pay for the Uber this time. And you really do need to assess your relationships. And that's something that you can really only do on your own, by yourself, and without the influence of others. That's a really important thing is make sure you don't allow other people to tell you where your boundaries should be because that's something that you can make yourself. And I have to say, one thing I will really pride myself on is that I will not be influenced by other people's feelings towards other people. And what I mean by that is if someone punched my friend and I was friends with them, I'd be like, whoa, I'm not being friends with you anymore because that's disgusting. Obviously, I'm a very loyal person. But at the same time, I will also, if someone says, hey, I'm not friends with this person because we don't get along and we had this argument, blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like, you know, they um, are very nasty, blah, blah, blah. I'll take that on board and I'll store it in the back of my brain. But I'm going to give that person the benefit of the doubt until they've shown that side of them to me. So in that sense, I'm never going to be swayed by someone trying to make me side with someone. I'm very good at you know, making my own decision. And I'm an adult, so I can, you know, make that decision myself. But I do think it's important to really assess your relationships. And let's call this step one would be assessing your relationships and looking at, is there relationships where you give too much? But is there relationships as well that you give too little? And this was also has been a bit of a wake-up call for me as well, where I would look at a relationship and I would say, well, I haven't actually put in the effort there, but I do really value this relationship. So I'm going to make the effort to let that person know. And I'm going to make that effort to put in more time and energy into that person because I do really value them. And I never want to feel that their effort isn't reciprocated. And it happens. Like some of my friends message me on Facebook Messenger and it is honestly the silliest thing to do because I don't know what it is about Facebook Messenger. I never check it. And then I feel like a piece of shit because I never respond to people that message me on Messenger. And it's so bad. I don't know why. It's like, I, I don't know why. Text me. Text me, please. Please, for the love of God, text me because I will not respond to your Facebook message. And I'm so sorry about it. It's nothing personal. I'm just so bad with Facebook Messenger. And I honestly couldn't tell you why that is. I'm just so bad at it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do value you, I promise. But you do need to take a really hard look at your friendships, your relationships, your um, family, your work colleagues, and assess. And then, so I think, yeah, assessing and then putting those boundaries in place with yourself to then be able to put those boundaries in place with others. So if we're looking at our family members, for example, um, I guess something that was really important to me is I don't have a very good relationship with my dad. We haven't spoken for uh, several years. I haven't seen him in four or five years now. And um I guess our relationship just kind of stopped when I reached out to him a few times and he left me on red. Maybe he's bad at Facebook Messenger too. I don't know. But what I noticed is that I was disrespecting myself because I wasn't allowing my own feelings and emotions to be heard. And ever since I was a kid, and I've spoken to both, well, yeah, both my parents about this now, but ever since I was a kid, I would keep a lot of my emotions and my feelings and my um, thoughts 
internalized and it would just be held in and held in and bottled up for as long as I could. And then I would have these outbursts of anger or sadness and I would just break. And I never really felt heard. I never really felt like I was listened to and I never really felt like my feelings were validated and I never felt like I was just really comforted in the way that I needed to as a child. So I eventually reached out to my dad and I said to him, I I finally gave my, you know, little baby Riley her voice finally and I spoke up and that was me no longer disrespecting a boundary of my, to myself that my feelings were valid and my emotions should be heard. And doing that was possibly one of the the most like my most proudest achievements this year so far because it took me 24 years to finally stand up to someone who made me feel as though our relationship was so fragile that if I just spoke up and I, you know, caused a little bit of tension that it would break and I would lose that relationship altogether. That relationship is broken and has been broken for a very long time because that was never a relationship where I felt safe to voice how I felt. So I decided to, you know, pull that boundary where I was like, hey, I'm if I want this relationship to work or even if it doesn't, I'm respecting myself and I am, I guess it's upholding my own boundary that my feelings and my emotions are valid and they deserve to be heard and a boundary to myself and a way of respecting myself is in any relationship speaking up for myself because I deserve to be heard and I have a voice and it is powerful and it is valid and that's something I never ever ever thought about myself or I told myself and that's a boundary that I uphold and I will uphold to myself. So that's not a boundary that involves anyone else. It's a boundary that I'm like, hey, it's 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 a rule that I have decided to implement to respect myself and to heal my own inner child to say, Riley, your emotions and your feelings are valid and they deserve to be heard and your voice is powerful and your voice holds meaning. And Learning that about myself and finally giving Riley a voice is the most powerful thing I think I've ever done in my entire life. And it means standing up to someone when they say something that you don't agree with. It means standing up for what is right when someone tries to take you down. It means telling people that have hurt you, whether it's in the present or in the past, that it is not okay. And they are, and then it's not fair that you were treated that way. It is expressing to people, hey, you've done this and it upsets me. And then perhaps where it comes into other people is if you do go to someone and you say, hey, you actually did this thing and it, and it really made me feel hurt or it made me feel not validated and or not appreciated. And that person says, so... <laughs> then you can put that boundary into place that I will no longer give my energy to people who don't validate my feelings. Because I think that's something that I've learned as well with friendships is a friend may come to me and say, hey, you haven't been that great of a friend right now. Old Riley would have gotten on the defense and would have been like, well, I did this and I did this and that's ridiculous and just get shitty and somehow make myself the victim because that was the easiest way for me to process that information. Now, 
I can take a step back and regardless of whether I agree with them or not, I validate that person's feeling and I respect that they feel that way and I apologize because I would never ever want to make someone feel that way, especially someone that, you know, as you can probably tell by this podcast, I, I really assess my friendships and the people that I still have in my life to this day now holding such high standards and boundaries for myself the people that I have in my life, if I've ever hurt them, I would be I would be crushed and I do get crushed when I do things that may upset them because I would never, ever, ever want to upset someone that I see so highly that I continue to keep in my life and I respect and I love and I care for and I value. So if a friend turns around to me and says, hey, you've you've hurt me, you've been a shit friend or you've done this that's hurt me, I I respect that you feel that way. I validate that you feel that way. I understand how you're feeling and I respect it. And I'm so incredibly sorry that I've made you feel that way. I will then do what I can to make it up to that person. If I then go to a friend and say, hey, you've actually made me feel pretty rotten these last few weeks because you've done X, Y, Z and it's made me feel X, Y, Z. And that person says, oh, well, you did this, so that's why I reacted this way. Or I'm so sorry, babe, I'll work on it and then I have to have that same conversation. That person is not respecting my boundaries. So that's an identification that that person is not respecting my boundaries because an apology without change is manipulation and I don't have friendships or relationships that are manipulative because that's a boundary for me. But if I express my feelings to that person. I give them a chance because I do value them and I do care about them and they apologize and then they don't change and they continue to do things that upset me or make me feel unappreciative or whatever. Then I have two choices. I respect my boundaries. I respect my own boundaries because they have now disrespected them. And I say, hey, I did actually tell you that this particular thing was quite upsetting for me and you did make me feel quite you know, sad or unappreciative and you continue to do that. So unfortunately, to respect my own boundaries, I am going to uh, no longer give as much energy to you because until, you know, you're able to respect my boundaries and make me feel really valued in this friendship, I no longer see a need to put my energy into you. Cool. (laughs) Sounds really easy, but I know it's really hard, but this is just like a really easy way of breaking it down. So hopefully you can understand what I mean. The other option I can choose is to disrespect my boundaries because that person's disrespected my boundaries. And what I mean by that is keeping quiet or still hanging out with that person even though they've made me feel like shit. So you have two choices and it's a reaction of how that person chooses to approach that boundary. You you set the boundary in place. If you value that person, I think give them the opportunity to to let them know, hey, this is a boundary for me, and then watch, sit back and watch. You shouldn't have to tell someone twice about your boundaries. So identify the boundary and then obviously explain it to that person. Hey, this is a boundary for me. You've made me feel this and this is a boundary for me. Sit back and observe and see how they react. And if they respect it, then cool. You've told them how it is. You've told them, hey, this is how I need to be respected. This is how, this is my boundary that I'm putting in place. You can either choose to take that on board or end this friendship. It's up to you. If they choose to, you know, I'm sorry and stay in your life, will they then respect that boundary or will they disrespect that boundary? 
And then you're faced with an option, well, am I going to continue to disrespect my boundary because they have or I'm going to respect myself and say, hey, you've disrespected my boundary. Let's cut it. So to backtrack, just so I can reiterate everything so you can really understand, step one would be write down your relationships and assess the energy that's put in. Is the effort equal? Is the energy equal? Do you feel safe that your emotions and feelings will be heard and comforted? If you have a no to any of those things, assess whether you continue to want that person in your life. Do you value them enough to give them that opportunity to work on it? Because that's really going to identify, you know, some friendships I didn't give the opportunity to respect my boundaries because I didn't see any value in them. If I went a week or two weeks or a month without talking to that person, would I feel a loss? That would identify whether I value that person or not. So once you've identified the people in your life that perhaps don't respect you or, you know, you don't feel safe around you, whatever, um, I think it would be then time to identify, yeah, who you value and who you don't value, who you want to give them that little bit of an opportunity to work on it or who you're happy just to cut your losses with. Take the L. Once you've curated that, those group of people or, you know, perhaps it's one or two people, give them the opportunity. You need to validate yourself and you need to hold that power within you because no one else is going to give it to you to contact that person. And it should be done face-to-face. Sometimes it might be done by text or via phone call, but I think face-to-face is the best way. And I was that kind of person that would shy away from confrontation and shy away from expressing how I really felt But it's important to really validate yourself and really be honest with yourself and and that person that you you value and you care about and say, hey, I feel like this and I feel like when you do this, it makes me feel like this. And, you know, I am really working on myself at the moment and I've decided I've I've realized that that is a boundary for me. I can only I can only be with people that, you know, really make me feel heard when I go to them for for support or you know, I, I only, it is a boundary for me. I've realized that I only want to give my time and energy to people who really give me that energy and effort back. And I'm not saying these are big things and and you, only you can really decide what you are willing and not willing to put up with. Cause I can't sit here and say, oh, this is what I do. And you can follow this exact template because it just doesn't work like that. But, you know, I would have, I have friendships that I can talk about my deepest darkest fears and and pain and wounds and all of that and I can be that person for other people and when I realized that that was friendships and I saw how deep and and you know connected friendships could be it really highlighted the friendships that were super surface level and that's when I identified my boundaries because I was like well I'm not going to put my time and energy into something that's surface level I'm not going to give my time to someone who just wants to take Instagram photos and go and get coffee. Like I would rather be with someone who and hang out with someone who I'm like when we're in the car and maybe it is we are going to go get Instagram photos and we're going to get a coffee. When I'm sitting there and I'm expressing this about my relationship or this thing that I've discovered, I actually want to have that conversation and feel like I'm being heard, not someone who's just like, oh, this is a little bit too deep for me. I feel uncomfortable. Let's just talk about this person and bitch about this person from school and this person from who did this. Like, no, I'm not about that. That's too surface level for me and I just don't – I'm just not going to invest into something that's so shallow. And that was a really big identifier for me. Who's actually aware of who Riley is, not just who 
they want Riley to be. So that's your first thing. Please identify who makes you feel validated. Who validates your feelings and your emotions? Who do you have deep connections with? Who do you want to give the opportunity to work on it? And then set your boundary. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about boundaries and they were saying that, you know, one of these, one of like this girl that was talking, her brother always makes little jokes to her every time she goes over there. And she was like, I never said anything because he's my brother, but it actually really hurts me. And sometimes I don't even want to go and hang out with him because he makes these jokes. And there was a therapist on the show and she was saying, regardless of blood or not, you are now avoiding hanging out with someone like your own family because of this. So it's still just as important. So it's about going to her brother and saying, hey, I hope, you know, you can really take this on board and you can really see this as a serious thing. And I know perhaps you don't really realize the repercussions of your actions, but sometimes when you make those jokes, it actually really does upset me. And I really don't like giving my energy to people that that upset me and make me feel this kind of way. So I understand it's a joke, but I do take it quite personally. So in future, could you please refrain from making these kinds of jokes that are detrimental to my own feelings? Give him the opportunity. So brother, she loves him. She wants to be able to spend time with him. Does she have the option to say, he, you know, gives him the opportunity to say, oh God, I didn't even realize I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I, you know, I love you. I never want you to feel this way. If he does it again, well then that's your opportunity to reassess. That person has now disrespected my boundaries. Do I want to choose to disrespect my boundaries as well and continue to go to family events and continue to be his punching bag? Or do I want to let him know, hey, I went to you about this. You said it was something that you would work on. You haven't been able to do it. As I said to you before, that is a boundary for me. So I'm no longer going to be able to attend events when you're there. I'm going to limit the amount of time that I'll spend. I'll go and visit the family, but I I won't be giving my time and energy to you. And I know that that's hard. I'm not, you know, taking away from that at all or downplaying it at all. It's not easy to do. Again, if everyone would do it and if everyone had the capability of doing it, then no one would be in toxic relationships. No one would be in toxic friendships. No one would be still hanging out with their family and still going to their family events when their mother, father, brother, sister has, you know, talked down to them or made them feel silly or invalidates how they feel. And a lot of people still do all of these things. So why this is so important and why I think that this is so valuable is because this is the biggest form of self-love that you could literally give yourself. You are literally saying, I love myself enough to draw a line with this person who I once thought the world of, who I once thought this is what friendships meant, who I once thought this is what great relationships were. And I'm now realizing that I'm going to you and I'm giving you the time because I really value this relationship here. I'm giving you the time and the ability to reflect on what I'm saying because you are hurting me, you are upsetting me, you are frustrating me over this. And I'm giving you the opportunity to work on that. And people that don't and people that can't understand that, why are we giving our time and energy to these people? Because they clearly don't respect us. So do you want to jump on their bandwagon and not be not respect yourself? Or do you want to draw a line and say, hey, no, You've crossed a boundary and I respect myself and my own boundaries enough to draw a line in this relationship. I will no longer give my energy to you because you've disrespected me and you've disrespected my boundaries and I am not going to do that. 
I feel like I like I want to be that big sister for you guys or that, you know, I was gonna say big brother, big sister to you guys or girls, whoever's listening, and let you know that like you don't have to put up with this. Like you don't. And I know that this is so much easier said than done. So please do not be like, oh my God, she's saying it like it's just the easiest thing to do. I understand. It has not been easy for me and I'm still learning. But I want to pass on that wisdom to you that I have been able to pick up with, sorry, pick up over the over the last few months because it has been incredibly valuable to me because I know the people that I surround myself with now are held at the highest caliber because the energy is matched. I feel safe to express my feelings and emotions. I can go to a friend and say, hey, you know, I really don't want to have this conversation, but you have made me feel this. Or I'm upset because of this, because of you've made me feel this way because of this. And that person, we have such a deep connection and we have such a respect for each other that that person can say to me, I'm so sorry, I completely validate how you feel and I completely understand. I will work on it. And guess what? They do. And I never have to have that conversation again. So what I think this then leads into is energy and the energy that you surround yourself with and the energy that you invest into others. And I think I have kind of touched on this a little bit in the podcast today, but I love the saying that you become what you surround yourself with. So what I mean by that, oh my God, I just got an email saying Mercury retrograde has ended. Thank the Lord. Can we all take a moment to acknowledge how freaking crazy these last few months have been with this freaking Mercury 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 retrograde? Why do I feel like that now sounds weird? <laughs> Probably because it's ended. Bye-bye. My goodness. Anyone else felt that? Oh my God. Hallelujah. Anyway. <laughs> Just a short little celebration here. Um, Yeah, so my favorite, one of my favorite sayings is you become what you surround yourself with. And it's so true. And I tried to talk about this on my story a couple weeks ago, but I just kind of felt kind of overwhelmed and I knew that my story would end up being so long. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to save it for the podcast and this will go perfect with the boundaries episode. But what I mean by this is when you surround yourself with like-minded people and you surround yourself with people that match your energy and, you know, give off good energy and their positive vibes and all of that kind of stuff, you live a much happier, healthier life because you're surrounding yourself with things that make you happy. And when I was in my full-time job, I remember saying to my friends, like, oh, I just, I'm so, so like exhausted when I get home that I just don't have the energy to invest into my studies and invest into my what I really want to do and and my friend it stuck with me ever since she said it my friend was like of course not like everyone only has so much energy that they can put into things like you're putting in all of your energy into something that doesn't actually serve you like how are you expecting just to get more energy just to put into something else like you need to Decide where your energy goes. What are you willing to invest your energy into and what energy are you willing to accept to come into your life as well? Because if you're around people that are constantly negative and have surface level conversations and just talk about other people and put other people down, you're surrounding yourself with such negative, toxic energy. How do you expect positive things to come into your life? Much the same as if you get up in the morning and you go, oh, it's raining. This sucks. I can't bother going to the gym. That sucks. I have to go to work. That sucks. I feel this. I feel that. I feel ugly and all of this. 
How do you expect positive people to come into your life? Why would, why would they want to, more importantly? Why would positive energy and people with positive energy want to come into your life when you literally drag that negative energy out of them? I swear people sit there and they just think so down about themselves and they think so many negative thoughts, but then they just want like a really great relationship and someone who is going to care about them and these really great friendships to come into their life because they hope that it's going to uplift them and it's going to make them feel better. But you're going to attract that negative energy that you're putting out to the universe. And I solely believe that because as soon as you start putting out that positive energy, as soon as you start focusing on yourself and you start setting boundaries and you only allow people with positive energy to come into your life, so many good things happen and life is so much better. So I know I try and not give you guys too much homework, but if you're really serious about these boundaries and you're really serious about this energy, please go and assess your relationships after today's podcast. Think about who isn't meeting your boundaries. What are your boundaries? First of all, write a contract with yourself. I saw this girl on TikTok. She literally wrote a contract of her year, 2021 contract, and it was all the things that she wanted to achieve. But I think even better, write a list of boundaries. Make yourself a contract. What are you willing to allow and what are you willing to, what are you not willing to allow? What energy are you willing to allow into your life and what energy are you wanting to pull out and get rid of? And then assess your relationships. What relationships are aligning with the boundaries that you set and what relationships are disrespecting your boundaries? And then out of those relationships that are disrespecting your boundaries, which ones do you want to work on? Which ones would you love to continue to keep in your life but you know that it disrespects your boundaries? And do you think if you gave that person the opportunity to work on it and meet and you know respect your boundaries, do you think that they would? Then set those boundaries with those people. Have those hard conversations and give them the opportunity to show you how they really feel about that friendship or that that partnership or that you know that family member or that work colleague. It's not all up to you to do the work. It's about you implementing the steps and passing it on to someone else to say, hey, are you going to meet me there? But then also you make the final decision. You give that person the opportunity, but at the end of the day, you make that final decision. You decide who you are willing to and not willing to keep in your life and you are the decider of what energy you are willing and not willing to put, bring into your life. Remember, you are the gatekeeper. You hold the key. It makes life so much better and so much easier if you just put those boundaries in place and you stay true to your boundaries because I promise you life is so much better and you will feel so much more love for yourself because you will know that not only do you tell yourself that you're beautiful and not only do you not follow social media accounts that make you feel down about yourself, but you allow people into your life that respect your boundaries because you respect your boundaries. And it is the most rewarding, it is the most uplifting, it is the most empowering thing that you can do. So if you'd like me to touch more on this in a further podcast, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to go further into boundaries, but I hope that this is like a little bit of a crash course of your self-love level two. And we're all about making moves, we're all about, you know, leveling up. We're all about that. So Please, if there's anything else that I can help you with, please reach out to me. You know where to find me if you're unsure or <laughs> forgetful like me. It is at Riley the T-H-E-E-E Stallion on Instagram, or it is the Boss Bays Club podcast on Instagram as well. Please 
reach out. Please follow. Please let me know if you enjoyed today's podcast. As always, I will be back soon. Love you lots. Bye.